back to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Chris Mosby, the assistant editor for Greenhouse Management Magazine and Produce Grower Magazine, and I'm joined today by Jeff Marstaller, the owner of Cozy Acres Greenhouse. Now, Jeff, you guys just recently opened a new greenhouse with some unusual qualities. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. Well, we built a, uh, we have been running greenhouses um, uh, for 20 years, but we've just built a a new greenhouse, which has a different strategy than all the others as far as energy goes. We've built a 30 by 96 Conley greenhouse, um, very nice greenhouse compared to the other double poly houses. Uh, but what makes it very unique is we have installed a 30 kilowatt photovoltaic system. So we create our electricity from the sun, and then we installed a 10-ton geothermal system so we get our heat from the earth. So the bottom line is our electricity is from the sun and the heat is from the earth, so we have a greenhouse with zero emissions. Interesting, and I I know you guys have been kind of calling this your zero emissions uh, greenhouse, and and when did this open and and where did you get the idea to to get your heat from the, the earth and your electricity from the sun? Well, we first of all, we opened it last December 12th, and I'm not sure uh, where the listeners are listening from, but in Maine last winter, we had one of the most brutal winters we've had in a long time. Uh, we hit 20 below uh, several times, so here we, uh, we felt like we climbed on the Titanic on December 12th and headed across the uh, <laughs> North Atlantic. The greenhouse has no backup uh, heat whatsoever. So what we could get for heat from the 10-ton geothermal system was all we had in that greenhouse. There were several mornings I went in and checked the uh, end wall temperature, and it was down to 33 degrees. Uh, But we were growing winter lettuces, uh, winter cold crops. So uh, in the middle of the greenhouse, it was probably up toward 40, uh, and everything survived fine going through the winter uh, with just the 10-ton geothermal. As far as deciding to do it, it was uh, like like most of us with our plans, it was one of those things that we thought of it once and then dreamed about it more and then went to a seminar and picked up another piece and then got involved in the state uh, Farms for the Future program. They had some grant money. If we invested in our own farm, they would reimburse us some. Then heard about the USDA and their REAP grant, which uh, will give 25% toward energy projects. So the photovoltaic and the geothermal both had 25% grants coming from the USDA uh, REAP program. Uh, So it was a kind of a two- or three-year scheme uh, to pull this all together, and then, of course, two or three years of heavy paperwork to get the grant proposals in, and and, um, everything seemed to fall in place to where we finally were able to turn the heat on on December 12th last winter. Fantastic. And as we move, you know, from summer into fall and then eventually into winter here not too long from now, are you guys feeling a little more confident about the system and and maintaining a certain heat level? We are. uh, There's another grant program uh, through the NRCS, uh, which is part of the USDA, and uh, we are going to install a heat curtain uh, sometime next month in, uh, in November. So we should um, be able to keep the temperatures, even on those same cold nights, we should be able to keep the temps up uh, even in the 40s on the end wall uh, without losing all that heat up to the peak. So uh, we're feeling even better about this year. 
Now, just to explain, um, in our 30-kilowatt photovoltaic system, we generated 39,000 kilowatt hours of electricity. We have a meter coming into this new greenhouse that is our own personal meter, not owned by the power company, so we can actually see exactly how much energy we've used inside that new greenhouse. So from last December 12th until now, we've used 29,000 kilowatt hours, leaving us 10,000 kilowatt hours to get to December 12th. So until we finish our first calendar year, we technically can't make the uh, bold statement that it's zero emissions, but it's looking like we certainly will be able to make it and have probably three, four, or 5,000 kilowatt hours extra. So I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at folks, but um, that's how we're monitoring. We're making the electricity, and that goes back into the power grid, which many people ask about. But our power company tells us exactly what we've generated, and then this meter of our own tells us exactly what we've used. So it's not the same electrons, um, because most of our generation, as you can imagine, is in the summer, and most of our consumption is in the winter. Um, so it's a trade-off, but it's on paper that we're generating it from the sun and, and heating it from the earth uh, with essentially different electrons, but with the, with the electricity we generated is what we're calling it. And, you know, I think one of the things that we've noticed moving forward and, and currently around us is that more and more consumers are interested in how um, their plants and their food are grown. And obviously zero emissions can play into a, a very serious marketing campaign for you guys. Have you guys done anything to try and uh, sell the produce or, or crops that you're growing inside the zero emissions greenhouse? Well, the, the final thing that we did this past spring was we did get organic certification in this greenhouse. Uh, so right now, most of the public is well aware of organic produce. But the zero emission thing is a new concept. We know a lot of people have hybrid cars. We know a lot of people are even starting to put energy panels of some sort, whether it's solar or whatever, on their properties. So we know the public's more aware of it, but educating the people to zero emissions, I think most eyes glaze over. So we know it's a process. We have a banner that we sent around to our garden centers that are selling our products this past spring. Um, and we tried just to have the bullet points, um, as I've said before, about electricity from the sun, heat from the earth, emissions at zero. Most people are more grasping the organic certification, and yet little by little we know we're, we're fighting a big uh, PR battle to explain it. Uh, little by little people, will, I think, will catch on. So we do have a little logo we've come up with. We have a daughter in marketing in Wisconsin. And, so we have a little logo, and we're calling it Positively Zero, but that's uh, in its infancy for sure. Sure. And, I mean, you know, with the Positively Zero campaign, obviously, uh, which I think you just mentioned is, is in its infancy, have you seen any kind of early response, even just on a small scale from anyone, saying, you know, they really understand it or appreciate it? Probably the best uh, response we had, uh, we've participated in the Portland Flower Show here in Maine the last dozen years, and last, uh, last March, um, our theme at the flower show was uh, storybook gardens, and we actually did Jack and the Beanstalk. And what we did, we said Jack had taken care of one monster up in the clouds. Now he's worrying about another monster, and that's carbon emissions. 
so he's uh, he's built this greenhouse, and we had a greenhouse scaled in there, and and a couple photovoltaic panels so people could see. So we were able to explain one on one what we had done to a lot of people, and they were very excited. Um, whether that translates to them remembering our brand and looking for our product, um, we're still small enough. I don't know that that that's happened yet. But uh, as we explained it, people were very excited and very encouraging to us, uh, and appreciative that we had done it. Uh, to do our little part to help. Absolutely. You know, if our audience is intrigued by by your concept and and you know maybe wants to know more, is there a website for you guys that they can maybe reach you guys or learn some more about Cozy Acres? Sure. Uh, we do have a website, and when they look at it, they're going to see that even our website's in its infancy. <laughs> uh, we're wholesale growers. They can uh, look it up, and then there's contact information as far as getting a hold of us. Um, but it's called CozyAcresGH.com, all one word, CozyAcresGH.com, and that will at least get them the contact information. Appreciate your time here, Jeff. For more information and for more podcasts, please stay tuned to the Grow Radio Network.